Thank you for listening to the Celebration Church podcast. For more information about Celebration Church, go to ccacron.org. There you will find information about our church, upcoming events, and how to make a contribution to the ministry of Celebration Church. We hope this message is an encouragement to you. You can be seated this morning if you can. I'm gonna I'm gonna put somebody on the spot this morning. I'm gonna ask Vicky. Can you come? Totally just put her on the spot this morning. She, we have all of the ministers and folks get together before service and pray, and, and uh, she was bubbling this morning. So she has no idea that I was going to do this, and you might not be able to see her from, from behind the pulpit, but, but that's okay. She's got, she's got a word from the Lord bubbling in her belly, so... Isaiah 61.3, he will give you beauty for ashes, he'll give you the oil of joy for mourning, and a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, and that garment will protect you, that garment of praise has no gaps in it, there's no places that the enemy can creep in and get to you or bother you, praise him all the time, praise him when you're sad, Praise Him when you're angry. Praise Him when nothing seems to be going right. Just say, praise you, Jesus. Praise, praise you, you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Praise Him. Just lift your hands. Well, you too, but everybody else, you specifically. Actually, everybody else has their hands raised. How about you put your hand on your belly? There we go. Out of, yeah, joy. The joy of the Lord. Shabrabasakamata. Be filled. Be filled. Out of your mouth will bubble praise. Yeah, there's no gaps. I love that. There's no gaps in the garment of the Lord. There's, there's no gaps in his garment. It's absolutely perfect. It's the coat of many colors. It's the, it's the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. It's the, it's the coat. It's the coat that my father gave me. <laughs> Ooh, it's the, ha, 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 ha. Ooh, it's the coat that, <laughs> Woo, it's the coat of his grace. Yeah, he's clothed me with his grace. He's, he's clothed me from on high. He's, in, he's endued me. That's, that's what, <laughs> Woo, I, <laughs> Luke, in Luke 24, that's what he says. He says, he says, <laughs> you behold, I send the promise of my father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you're what? You are endued. Yeah. 
That means to be clothed with. He was going to clothing you with power from on high. There's a, there's a garment of praise. We sang it earlier. Praise is the breakthrough. Your, your praise, this garment that you've been clothed with, this, this garment that you and I have put on, the garment of, of many colors, that coat of many colors, that coat of favor, that coat of his multicolored grace, that coat of the blessing of the Lord. It is a garment of praise. It's a garment of power. It's a, it's a clothing from on high with power. You know, you can, you can go, this, this isn't my message, but, but you, can, you can go out to Banana Republic or the Gap or Walmart or wherever you shop for clothes, and you can, you can buy whatever name brand you put on, but none of them are like my father's coat. <laughs> none of them. None of them are like my father's coat. You, it fits so perfectly, and it's oh so snug. I, I can feel his garment on me this morning. I don't know about you. I can, I can feel his coat on me. It's covering me. It's covering my, it's covering my, my shame. It's covering my past. It's covering my guilt. It's, it's covering up all of my sins. It's, it's clothing me with power. It's, 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 it's empowering me to live righteous. It's, it's empowering me to, to begin to declare out the songs of praise. It's, it's empowering. Is anybody hearing me this morning? It's, it's empowering. <laughs> It's empowering me. Yeah, today, the praise, praise, lifting up your praise, breakthrough today for your life. (laughs) Well, bless the Lord. You 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 can be clothed today. You don't have to walk out without any garments on. I started, I started to say you could walk out not naked, but everybody makes fun of me and how I say naked, so I didn't say it. You don't have to walk out with any garments on. You can be clothed with the righteousness of Christ. Ooh, Matthew 19. You know, there's times you just got to just settle into his presence. You know, he's, it's like a rushing wind. <laughs> and you just got, you learn to settle into the wind. You, you just got to learn, you know, believers, Matthew 19, while you're going there. This is what I'm, this again, not my sermon, but <laughs> it's another freebie for you. You know, you learn to settle into the wind. Don't fight the wind. Have you ever have you ever been out in the in the middle of a windstorm and watch people try to fight the wind? You know, in the in hurricane land, it's quite funny to watch. You know, you may, maybe around here you've watched the the weathermen on the Weather Channel do stupid things and go out in the middle of the hurricanes. And they're what are they doing? <laughs> they're they're trying to fight the wind. Don't fight it. <laughs> Don't fight it. Just just yield. Just yield. Just let him. Let him, you just got to settle in. Let him pick you up. Let him pick you up and let the wind carry you wherever, wherever he desires. Let him, let him bring you wherever he desires. You know, it's, it's okay that you're not in control. It's okay, it's okay that you don't have the last say. <laughs> By the way, can I just tell you, Wednesday night, we had church, talking about settling in. 
we had, if you, if you miss Wednesday nights, Wednesday night, we have a great time on Wednesdays, and uh, Wednesday night, we had a phenomenal service. Um, where's, where's Justin? Can somebody get Justin? There he is. He's coming in. Justin, and uh, let's just start with him. Come on up. We're just, this is, we're settling into the wind. Come on. That, that happened Wednesday night, too, didn't it? it did. Come on over here. Come on over here. Over here. Over there. There you go. Okay. What happened Wednesday? What, what oh. happened Wednesday? What was going on? Um, awesomeness. I, no, I'm dead serious. It was, um, I don't know, pr- uh, Pastor did a, his prayer ninja thing where he's going for one person. I mean, because we all know I'm a catcher, so he, he's going for one person and then just kind of fake move and just bam! <laughs> It was, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, it's, it, it's really hard to... Could you to... give me a more spiritual, religious explanation of that? Jesus was overflowing. <laughs> I mean, it was, I mean, it's, I hit the floor and it felt like Jesus was just kind of hugging me. That's, I wasn't moving. It's like, no, that's my Lord and Savior. I am staying there and I'm going to let you hug me. And it just, I, it was almost undescri- indescribable. It was awesome. It was very awesome. I mean, it was awesome to watch, but... Oh, it was awesome to have it. It, it was... It, it was he, he was laughing hysterically, but it was, I think part... It was funny to watch Mike Garbino go flying, rolling right over the top of you, too, at some point. Yeah. And, and he... he I, I lost grip, and it's like, no, you come back here. It's awesome. It's awesome. Thank you, Jesus. That's awesome. So just... Settle in. Just settle into the presence of the Lord. Yeah, and I'm going to get to Matthew 19, I promise. Can you come here? Yeah, come on up. Black and blue. Come on up. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus, help her on up here. Thank you, Lord. I'll come back here to you then. <laughs> there's, there's a, I need to squeeze in though. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. There's, you've had a big old arrow over your head all morning long. <laughs> the rest of heaven. There's rest for you. It's a wonderful thing. It's a wonder. Yeah, somebody agreed with me over there. Bob, come here. Yeah, you're Bob. <laughs> I mean, there's another Bob, but you're Bob. <laughs> you know, I you turn around. Look this. Turn. 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 There you go. Do a 180. 
Never mind. <laughs> I want to talk to you. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, a couple of weeks ago, y'all weren't here, but um, I had a word for y'all, and the Lord reminded me about it this morning. And just the word of you've been faithful with little, he'll make you, oh, he'll make you ruler. He'll give you authority over much. And... Um, this year, and, and I'm not necessarily talking within the church influence, I'm, I, don't, I don't actually know specifically where he's talking about, but even, it could even be in your job, it could be, in, it could be where you work or whatever, but um, if I know the Lord, he's probably every year is going to be affected by this, but you've been faithful to serve and you've been faithful to, to encourage and come alongside those that you're, you're around, whoever the Lord puts you around and He's going to make you rule. He's going to give you authority over much. And, and I do think it is also with your job. Actually, there's a pay, it pay raise coming with that. And uh, I, don't, I don't normally go into all those kinds of details, but I just I really feel like there's a, there's a shift coming uh, this year within your job. It's, gonna, it's a financial shift, but it's also responsibility. Um, and and the, it's the Lord's faithfulness in all of it. It's awesome. You've been faithful. He's He's made you to be faithful. He's faithful. This is a bunch of faithfulness. It's it's Jesus. So cool, but say, Lord, that you'll just bring that to pass. Um, Lord, they'll just come to pass. Lord, we'll see that. I'll take that. I'll I'll take that word. You can always just grab a hold of that word if you feel like the Lord's speaking to you. Thank you, Lord. Did I say Matthew nineteen yet? Okay, just making sure. Hallelujah. 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 Jessica, what happened to you? We were praying for you. Remember that Wednesday night we prayed for you? We were praying. We were praying for 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 jobs. We were we were praying about jobs. We were praying about jobs. We prayed, and you didn't stand. I said stand. Then I sent somebody back after you. So what happened? The next. Uh, long story short is I got an unexpected almost dollar an hour raise. Yeah. Now that happened the next very next day, wasn't it? Yeah, very next day. Very very next day, after we prayed about breakthrough in her job, she goes, favor, 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 hallelujah, <laughs> thank you, Lord, oh, Matthew 19, You know, there's times when the Lord just, you, you just try to go a particular direction and the Lord just keeps.
Can I pray for the two of you? Can I do that? Come on up here. I just, as I, I was just standing there, I just felt like the Lord was saying that your marriage this year is going to be unprecedented. We've, we've had this. Now, y'all can interpret that however you want. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't get into the business of, you know. <laughs> yeah, unprecedented. It, it's never happened. That's the word. That's our word for the year, that unprecedented. God's doing a new thing, never seen before, never, never experienced before. He's bringing streams, rivers, and desert places. He's causing his, his rivers of refreshing to break out uh, on all sides. You know, you're, uh, this, isn't, this isn't meaning that everything's been bad. That's not, that's not, that, you know, sometimes people say when you hear things like the, the Lord's saying and things are going to be unprecedented, well, they haven't been that bad. <laughs> no, that's not what that means. It just means that you're going, that what, what is happening, what's coming this year is going to, in your marriage, it's a first. It's a first. You're awfully giddy. <laughs> we got an amazing marriage, so to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so there are there are there are hopes and things that you've prayed about, and you've said, Lord, I, and you've said that, Lord, I we have a great marriage, we have great things, but I would really, you know, I, and you've been specific about your prayers about your marriage, things that you wanted to see happen, and they haven't happened yet, and this is a first, things that new beginnings, new things, new beginnings. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Just lift your hands. Lord, you're bringing it to pass. New things. New things. Lord, they'll... Jesus, you're anointed. Jesus, you're anointed. Jesus, you're anointed. Presence of the Lord. awesome. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Matthew chapter 19. <laughs> Let's see here. We'll, we'll start. We'll start in verse 16. Now behold, one came and said to him, good teacher, what things shall I do that I might receive eternal, eternal life? And he said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good, but, but that is God. But if you want to enter into life, keep, that, keep the commandments. And he said to him, Which ones? 
<laughs> That's awesome. In other words, let me go down my checklist and make sure that I've done them. And, that, and that's really what he does. But, but does that sound familiar to anybody? God, oh, yeah, you want me to. But what, what is it that you want me to do again? How do you want me to do? Let me, make sure, let me check my list and make sure that I did that. <laughs> Which ones, Lord? <laughs> and, of course, Jesus, you know, he, he kind of walks down the path with him here. He said, you shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, honor your father and your mother, love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus knew, Jesus knew this man's checklist better than he did. You know, and that's, that should be, and this, is, this isn't really where I want to focus, but I just want to pause here and recognize, that should be an encouragement to us. It's, it, it's a challenge for those of us that want to live by our checklist, for those of us that want to go and, and it's all about what I do and I have to earn his pleasure and I have to earn his delight, you know, it's a challenge to us that, that God knows your checklist better than you do. He doesn't need your checklist. He loves you anyway. But, but for those of us that, that love him and delight ourselves in him, again, it's a, it's a great reminder to us that God knows. He sees every detail of our life. He knows how we live. He knows, and, and, and so maybe, maybe when you go through that season of, does, does God care? Does he really know? Here's a great example with this rich young ruler. God absolutely knows. He knows every detail. But he doesn't leave you there. You know, a lot of times we, we get comfortable where we're at spiritually. We get comfortable. Well, I've, I've, loved, I've loved my parents, and I've honored them, and I've, I've uh, honored my neighbor and loved them, and I've not, you know, I've, I've done the checklist, so I'm good. You know, Jesus, I've done all those things. I'm good. And God never leaves us where we are. He loves us so much that, that he'll speak to us regarding all of those. He'll use all of our good deeds. He'll use all of the, the, the activity and all of the things that we're involved with to speak to the heart of the issue. Have you ever been there before where, where God used the very thing, the situation where you found yourself? Maybe it was working at Night of Hope, or maybe it was serving in the children's ministry, maybe it was whatever it is that you were doing, and right in the middle of the situation, the Holy Spirit just comes right up and stares you in your face and say, that's great, honey, glad you're doing all that, baby doll, but, but here's this. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you were fulfilling all of that, but I want to change your heart. I want to I take you deeper. And, and I think this year that's a great word, a great reminder for all of us that, that God has probably brought you in, in an incredible journey this past year. Many of you have experienced the Lord over the past year or two or three, whatever, in ways that you've never experienced. And, and he's showed you things that you've never seen. And, and you've tasted of his goodness in a way that you've never tasted before. You know, maybe you've come to the altar and, 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 and have had, you know, this is very simple. This is very simple. Sometimes, it, you know, it's just coming to the altar and for the first time and experiencing the presence of the Lord uh, like that in, in, in such a way. Or, or, or maybe it's lifting your hands and, and worship or maybe becoming vocal in your praise or maybe telling someone about Jesus or, or whatever it is. And you say, wow, God, this is awesome. Look how far I've come. And he says, yeah, congratulations. You've done those things. But what lack I yet? What do I still lack? 
Jesus, I've done all those things. I've checked the checklist. What else must I do to, to inherit? And, and Jesus begins to speak to the heart of the matter that, that it's really not about what you have done or haven't done. This is, a, this is a free gift. And as a result of this gift, your outward life begins to change. Things You begin to act differently. Life begins to change. So let's keep going. He says, verse 20, the young man said to him, all these things I have kept from my youth. What do I still lack? And Jesus said to him, if you want to be perfect, go, sell what you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Come and follow me. You know, Jesus, going to the heart of the matter, he's the rich young man. When he hears this, verse 22, he was sorrowful because he didn't want to give up his possessions. Jesus went to the heart of the matter. It wasn't just about the checklist, but Jesus dealt with the heart of the issue. Are you willing to lay it all down? Are you willing to give it all up? That's not where I want to focus. I'm just walking on a journey with you this morning. But, but that's a great point to, to notice. God, what, what am I willing to give up to continue this discipleship journey? So the disciples are like, what? Okay, well, how, how, how is this going to happen? I mean, if this man who's done all these good things, how, if he can't, then how is any of us going to get to heaven? I mean, verse 25, as his disciples heard, they were astonished, saying, who then can be saved? I mean, if you've got this, this great guy, he's a stand-up guy. I mean, he's done great things. And Jesus, you're telling him he's not going to get into heaven. So if he can't, then how are the rest of us getting there? And Jesus looked at him. This is where I want to zero in. Jesus looked at them and said, with men this is impossible, but with God, all things, all things all things are possible. There is not one thing that is outside of the power of God. There is absolutely not one thing that he cannot begin to work in and through your life. You, you know, you might respond like the rich young ruler is saying, Lord, I've done all that. Allow his power to begin to work it in, on the inside of you. God, I, I've done all that. What lack I yet? And Jesus says to you, he begins to put his finger on the issue of your heart and say, go sell all that you have. God, I'm not able to do that. I'm sorrowful about that. Just yield and say, Lord, would you let your power work in me with regards to this? Lord, I, I don't have the desire. I don't have the ability to do this. But, but God, your power, all things are possible. Not only do you have the ability to do it, you have the desire to do it. There is power at work in me because of you. Jesus, you're working in my heart. When's the last time you just took a step back and said, God, I, I, this, this situation, I need your power at work in. God, this, this family situation, I need your power to work in. God, this situation in my life, you know, we become so cognizant of our own emotions and our own issues and our own problems that we forget that the power of God is in us, around us, working through us all the while. We get so cognizant of, of, man, I don't feel like it today. When all, all of a sudden we need a revelation, I've got the coat of my father on. I've got a garment of many coats. I've got power resident on the inside of me. I don't have to operate according to my carnal nature. The power of God can handle this. When's the last time you looked at that situation and said, this is a job for the power of God? It's not by might, it's not by my power, but it's by my spirit, says the Lord. Looking at the impossible and saying, God can heal this. Looking at the, the financial situation and saying, God can supply this need. Looking at the job situation and, and saying, God, I'm frustrated with my job. I'm frustrated with where I'm at. And God say, I can handle this. 
My power is at work in that situation. So I want to take a look today at the, at the power of God. I want to take a look at, at his power, that all things are possible. Everybody say all things. all things. All things are possible. Charles Spurgeon said, God's power is like himself, self-existent, self-sustained. The mightiest of men cannot add so much as a shadow of increased power to the omnipotent one, the all-powerful one. He is himself the great central source and originator of all power. I want to take a look at the power of God today. His, his power in creation, in Job chapter 9 verse 8, says he walks on the waves of the sea. I want you to think about the majesty of the power of God. Here's, we, were, we were watching the, how many of you remember the Bible series? that was out on TV. We were watching that the other day and it was the scene of, of Jesus walking on the water in the middle of the storm. Here's all the disciples in the boat and Jesus comes walking in the middle of the water to them and beckons Peter to get out of the boat. Our God rides. He walks on the waves of the sea in the storm of your life. He's coming out to you in the middle of that storm, walking, saying it's time to get out of the boat. It's time to walk on the water. It's time to, it's time to operate in a place of faith and power. All things are possible. In Job 22, he says he, he walks above the heavens. He walks above the heavens. Have you ever been on an airplane and seen the expanse of the sky? Our God walks on the heavens. He walks on the expanse. His power, his greatness is expansive. The universe cannot contain the power of our king. The, the, yeah, I, I think you need to hear that again. The universe cannot even begin to contain the, the expansiveness of the power of our king. There is nothing impossible for him. There is nothing too difficult for him. Yeah, if you can just begin to see our God walking on the expanse of the heavens and begin to relate that to the issues and the problems and the, and the emotions of this life. Wow, that's, those things are nothing but molehills compared to the power of my God. Yeah. Woo. Job 38 says, where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Who determined its measurements? Job, do you know? Or who stretched out the line upon it? To what were its foundations fastened? Or who laid its cornerstone? God was there. The Holy Ghost was, we talked about last week, was brooding in creation, releasing the creativity of God over creation. The, the majesty of our King, the power of God. Yeah, his power at work in creation. His power in creation. Psalms 104 says he walks on the wings of the wind. He walks on the wings of the wind. I, I, I Just pause. We were talking about settling into the wind earlier. He walks on the wings. He's not, he's not caught off guard by the fierceness of the hurricanes. He's not caught off guard by the fierceness of the tornadoes. You and I, you know, the tornado sirens sound and we head for the basement. Oh, not our God. He's not caught off guard by the, the winds of this life. He's not caught off guard by the winds and the tumults of the life that you live. He is absolutely aware and he, he doesn't get uh, up in a tizzy about him. No, he begins to what? He walks on the wings of the wind. He's, he's not in frantics running to and fro over the winds and the turmoil of your life or whatever is going on in the world around us. 
Does anybody hear what I'm saying? His power is able to sustain you in the winds and the uncertainties. What did Jesus do when the disciples woke him from, the, from his sleep and the windstorm was happening? He just goes out to the edge of the boat. Shh. Peace. His power at work over the winds. His power at work over the winds. Psalms 89. The heavens are your, yours. The earth also is yours. The world in all its fullness. You have founded them. The north and the south. You have created them. You know, when how many of you are builders? Anybody like to build or create things? Build things? Uh, art art people. You know, when you, when you make something, you got to have your tools. you got to have the, the right tools. you got to have your hammer, the nails, the drill, the whatever. you got to have the paintbrush or the paint. you got to have the tools to create that, right? Right? Not God. He didn't need the tools to create. He spoke. His power released through His Word. He spoke and things came into existence. He spoke and, and the heavens were formed. He spoke and the earth was formed. He spoke and, and, and man and all of the creation, all of the very things, the very word of God. Even in the creation of man, there was no tool involved. He didn't have to go seek counsel from somebody and say, uh, you know, hey, worm, can you tell me how to build man? He formed and fashioned with his hands the power of God at work in creation. The power of God at work in his, and how he saves us. Psalms 36, your righteousness is like the great mountains. Your judgments are a great deep, O Lord. You preserve man and beast. Romans 1.16 says, I am not ashamed of the gospel. I am not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power. It is what? Power. It is the what? power of God into salvation. It is the, his power at work in salvation. I want you to think about the power of God that redeemed you out of the pit of despair you were in. You, you might have been doing well in life, but, but there was still a pit of sin that you were entrapped in, and the power of God came on the scene. The power of his gospel, the power of his truth, the power of his nature came and pulled you up out of your pit of sin, rescued you you out of your pit and that same power that same uh, that same power that same power that brought you up out of your pit of destruction is the same power that's changing and transforming your life he not only saves us not his power saves us and breaks the bondage of our sin and breaks off the chains of of addiction breaks the chains of fear breaks the chains of of trying to obtain earthly success with, with, with no heavenly direction. It, the chains are broken by the power of God and that same power transforms us. Yeah, you, 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 you might not be perfect today. <laughs> you might not be perfect today. I don't know if anybody can, uh, can, can witness to this. You, you might not be perfect, but his power what lack I yet, the rich young ruler, that power of God. All things are possible with God. All things are possible. You, you might have areas in your life where they don't look like Jesus. Your mouth still sounds like the devil. And it manifests itself on Facebook. 
No, but your, your attitude, your attitude, whatever it is, you might have areas in your life that don't look like Jesus yet, but his power will change you. His power will sanctify you. His power will continue perfecting you until that day. You know, we need to become, we need to be more aware of the presence of God where, where his power flows. It's his all-sustaining power, the power of God, the power of God changing us, transforming us. John 1.12 says, but as many as received him, to them he gave power to become children of God. You and I didn't have the ability, it wasn't works of our righteousness, it wasn't our own effort that made us a child of God. You didn't get adopted in just because God showed up at the adoption agency and, and you, were, you were the best kid around. God didn't show up, that's not how this works. You weren't adopted in the family and God said, hmm, that they are the best acting kid, the best looking kid, the best smelling kid. They don't have stinky diapers, I want them. It's not how it worked. He walked into the adoption agency and said, I want you. He came after you in all of your depravity and all of your sin and all of your mess and all of your yuck. God chose you. He put his hand on you and called you his own. He gave you the power to become a child of the king. The Holy Spirit came and began to reveal to you this awesome love that has been pursuing you before you were ever even thought of. This love of the Father, the love of an unending, undying, relentless love of God that's been poured out towards you. It caught you. Caught you off guard, caught you in your pit, caught you in your, in your despair, caught you in your depression, caught you in your sin. And the power of God changed you and transformed you, made you a son of the king. And now it's changing every aspect of your life. His power sustains us. In Hebrews 1 it says, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by what? The word of his power. He's upholding all things by the word of his power. Every detail of your life he's upholding by the word of his power. Your salvation is upheld by the word of his power. Your healing, your baptism in the Holy Ghost, his, his second coming is all upheld. He has spoken. He has declared he, the word of his power. He created. He released creativity. The word of his power. That word uphold means to sustain all things with all of its changes and transformations throughout the ages, that he maintains the development of it and holds all things together in its proper relationship. He is upholding all things of your life. Have you ever found yourself in a, in a place where, where you, you were amazed at how that situation or that family relationship worked out? You just kind of stepped back and said, wow, that must have been the Lord. I don't, I don't know how else. My, my ingenuity surely didn't fix it. And my, my great eloquent words definitely didn't fix it. And you step back and you say, wow, look what God has done. Look how God worked that out. He's upholding all things concerning your life. 
Maybe, maybe that's regarding your salvation. When you say, wow, God, I wasn't even, I wasn't even looking for you. And, and you put someone right smack in the middle of my life to preach the word of God to me. I wasn't, I wasn't even uh, having, I didn't even have salvation on my radar. But lo and behold, God had all things upheld by the word of his power. And when the fullness of time came, when the fullness of time came, Jesus came. When the fullness of time came, God began to work all those things. The power of God being worked out in your life. He's sustaining all things. Isaiah 40, he gives power to the weak. Anybody ever felt weak before? He, if you're feeling weak today, he can give you power. To those who have no might, he increases in strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fall. But those that... But those, that, but those that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They'll run and not be weary. They'll walk and not faint. He's able to sustain you today. He's able to take your life, your weakness, your frailty, your, your infirmities, and strengthen you and give you help and empower you. Yeah, our, our God is a powerful God. Our God is an all-powerful God. He can sustain you today. Yeah, just look to Him. You know, look to Him. Stop, stop looking to everybody else to fill your needs and your wants and your desires. And God, I, I, I'm, you're just going to look to everybody else to make you happy. Just stop all that. Look, He's able to sustain you. He's able to keep you. Rely on the very power of God that has redeemed you, has created you, and is holding all things together. Hallelujah. His power. Oh, how, how powerful, how majestic, how awesome is our God. Yeah, our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. His power is awesome. He's awesome in all his ways. Our God is an awesome God. He cares for us. Psalm 66 says, who keeps our soul among the living. And does not allow our feet to be moved. Luke 12 says, consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither toil or spin. And yet I say to you, even Solomon and all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. If then God so clothes the grass which today is in the field and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you? His power to care for you. He has power to care for every need that you have. You know, we, you know it's, it, it's interesting. When we start talking about tithing and offerings, people say, well, I don't have, I don't have money to give. I, I, don't, I can't afford to give. I can't afford to tithe. And what happens is we, we put ourselves under a curse. We put our, that's what Malachi teaches. We put ourselves under a curse when we rob God. But when we release that, when we, when we release that seed and we begin to tithe, the power of God begins to work through our resources. Things that we didn't even know that needed to break didn't break. <laughs> you ever, have you ever been there where the power of God sustains your appliances and you thought and you get down the road and somebody inspects your car and says, wow, your car should have died a long time ago. See, I lay hands on that thing every day. There's power flowing through it. 
There's power flowing through it. I forget who was telling us they did that with their car. The, the car wouldn't start. They laid hands on it. In the name of Jesus' work, it worked. I'm not suggesting that you uh, run your cars into the ground. But, but at the same time, the power of God sustains us and cares for us. Ephesians says, blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing. Every spiritual blessing. He takes care of our physical needs. He takes care of our spiritual needs. His power supplies everything that we need. He supplies seed for the sower and bread for eating. He supplies our spiritual blessings. How great is the power of God? How great is his power concerning you? How great is his power concerning you? You know, I'd, maybe there's someone here this morning. That you just, you're just, it's easy to stay stuck in the, in, in the powerless stage. It's, it's easy to sit back. You've, you, maybe you've gotten comfortable with the issues that are around you. You've gotten comfortable with the sin. You've gotten comfortable with the compromise. You've gotten comfortable with, with relying on your own strength. You've gotten comfortable with the chaos of your life. If you'll just but rely on his power, all things are possible. Jesus, how could this, how could any man be born again? All things are possible. All things are possible. Lord, how can the heart of man be changed? All things are possible with God. Lord, how can, how can my attitude towards this situation change? All things are possible with God. Get off the couch of despair. And get into the prayer closet of his power. Get out of the couch of despair and move into a place of his power. Because his power... I mean, right now, <laughs> is at work all around us. Right now, the power of God is, is, is operating in, in you. It, it's sustaining you. It's holding you together. It's holding creation together. It's holding your life together. Right now, after all, the power of God is at work. After all, right now, the power of God is at work in this place. After all, His power is changing you and, and, and liberating. Just... Yield to his power. Just stop trying to stay in the mess and the old way of doing things and walk in the newness of his power. Walk in the newness of his power. You know, there, there, I just sense in my heart as I'm, as I'm preaching, I, I, I just sense that there, there are those this morning that are a yes, pastor, and you're, you're there and you're, you're walking and, and yielding to the power of God and, and, and wanting His power and His presence and, and the Word of God to work in and through you. And there are yet those in the room that, that and maybe even watching via live stream who would say, Oh yeah, I want that power. But, but, I, but I'm just stuck. You just, yeah, I want the power of God to work, but... But I'm just stuck on the couch. I'm, I'm stuck in the old life. I'm stuck in depression. I'm stuck with, with that other person. I'm stuck with. Hello. Anybody out there? I'm stuck. And we, we start pointing. I'm stuck with this. I'm stuck with that. I'm stuck there. I'm stuck there. Oh, but if you will just yield. 
If you'll just step into the, the outflowing of his power over your life, if you'll just step in to the power of God, all of those chains, all of that bondage will be broken. It's time to stop blaming everybody else and everything else and just step into his power. Just step into his power. Stop looking back at what was and step into his power. Stop looking at the person beside you or behind you or in front of you and just say, I'm relying on the power of God. I can't. I can't fulfill what the Lord has spoken over my life. I can't see the promises of God come to pass if all I keep doing is looking over what it could have should have or who's in the way or who hurt me in the past. I'm going to just embrace the power of the Lord and say, God, your power is at work in them as much as it is in me. So you'll handle them. I'm moving forward. You're going to handle the, you're going to burn that. Some of you need to go burn your couch. I'm not talking about the literal couch. <laughs> Although you might need to. <laughs> you might need to get rid of that thing. But you need to burn the, burn the excuses. Put them on the altar of sacrifice and say, God, I'm done with the excuses. I need your power to flow in my life again. I need your power to flow in my life again. I don't want to, I tasted of, of your power. David said, I've, I've seen your power in your sanctuary. I've seen you in your sanctuary. Yeah, I've tasted and I've seen. I've tasted of his power. I've tasted of his goodness. And I, and I don't want, I know what it's like. I know the goodness of the Lord. I know his power. I know his presence. I know his voice. I know his word. I, I don't want to lose that, David said. I don't want to give that up. So maybe, just maybe, by the preaching of the word and the power of his word and the power of his presence today, there might be just maybe a stirring on the inside of you if you find yourself in that place to say, I'm getting up out of this mess and I'm going to walk in the power of God. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk in the fulfillment fulfillment of all that God's spoken. You might be 50 years old, you might be 12 years old, but it's time to walk in the power of God for your life. You might be 70 years old, it's time to walk in the power of God for your life. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Why don't you stand with me this morning? Our God is an all-powerful God. God is God is able. He has restrained the enemy. He has set back the enemy. He rules over his church. Our God governs and, and rules over the nations of the earth. There is absolutely nothing out of his power, his authority. Seeing that God is clothed with power, there is no prayer too hard for him to answer. There's no need too great for him to supply. There's no passion too strong for him to subdue. There's no temptation too powerful for him to deliver from. There's no misery that's too deep for him to relieve. Our God is a powerful God. Psalms 27 1 says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. He is a God of power. He has placed me in the stronghold, in the place of safety, in the place of protection. He's placed me. It doesn't matter what my enemies may do or what life may bring. I am in the stronghold. I am in the place of his power. Ephesians 3.20 says, now to him, now to him, now to him, now to him who is able. <laughs> now to him who is able 
to do far more abundantly than all we can ask or think. According to what? According to the power. According to His power that is at work within us. According in proportion to His power that is at work within us. Now to Him who is able to do abundantly, exceedingly, above, beyond, super abundantly, above and beyond. Anything that we can ask or think. Yeah, this is our God. uh, All powerful God. He's at work. Let Let it increase. Let His power increase in your life. Just lift your hands with me. Let his, let his power increase in your life. Let His goodness overflow in you. Let His, let, let his anointing, let His power increase. Kebraba, sobri, ama, breya, lamaso, brokoto, yanda, breben, dialamase, brosondo, manda, breke. Thank you, Lord. Let your power increase in me. Lord, that you'll do exceedingly, abundantly above anything I could ask, think, or imagine according to your power, in proportion to the power that is at work in me, Lord. Lord, let it, let that power increase in my life. Let your power, let your anointing increase. Let your presence increase in my life, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Yeah, it's time for his power to flow through you again. It's time to become aware of his power in your life, his power that's at work in you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, let it increase in me. Let your power increase in me. Let my reliance and dependence upon you increase, increase. Everybody just say that, increase. <laughs> Woo, increase. Bramande, sikan monto. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Ha 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 Hallelujah. 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 Yeah, it's time. It's time. It's time to break up the excuses. It's time to it's time to put them on the altar. It's time to burn up. It's time for him to burn up. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for joining the Celebration Podcast. For more information, visit ccacron.org or call us at 330-762-7458. You can also download the Celebration app from iTunes or the Android store. With my father. It's so hard.